Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hello, happy Wednesday. Welcome to okay-ish. I cannot believe that it is December, but here we are. If you are looking for like a fun little holiday gift for maybe yourself or maybe some other people, go to okayishstore.com. O-K-A-Y-I-S-H store.com. There's a fun little okay-ish sweatshirt that you can buy. I have a bunch of them because I, well, I mean, obviously I love them, but I also have a bunch of them because I was testing out like different materials and I wear them like every single day. Everyone sees me in just okay-ish sweatshirts. (laughs) So... Thank you for joining me today. I'm really, really excited. I got a lot of really good feedback and questions about last week's episode. Last week's episode, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to it. It is the answer to why everyone seems to be going crazy. And in it, I talked about different types of thinking and different types of judgments and how people reason and how to reason rationally and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it was really interesting because I got so, so many comments about holy cow, I had no idea I was doing this or I could relate to this. First of all, I love getting those messages. The best way to reach out to me is on Instagram at okayishpodcast. I love getting those messages because it helps me to know like who's listening and what's going on. And also it gives me ideas for what to talk about. It helps me to know what you want to hear. So I wanted to follow up on last week's topic. Again, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. But we talked a lot about how people think, how people reason, and why it seems as though the world is not reasoning in a very rational way lately. But I want to go a step further with this topic. I want to go a step further and talk about biases. Biases? I don't know which one it is. I should have probably looked that up before I started uh, recording this podcast. But, you know, we are all biased human beings. I talk about how I'm biased all the time, how I think everyone belongs in therapy and should go to therapy, but obviously I'm a therapist, so that makes me a little biased. But we have all different types of biases or biases that we we don't even realize half the time. So today, I kind of want to like teach you about these different biases that we have, these different things that prevent us from thinking clearly. Because let's be honest, we don't often think clearly. We just don't. We're humans. It happens. No reason to feel bad about it, but it's important to recognize it. All right. So the first, I'm going to go through six reasons 
that we may not be thinking clearly that might be affecting our judgment without even realizing it. Or maybe this will give you kind of an answer to why other people's judgment seems to be pretty affected. So the first reason, the first barrier to us thinking logically, how depressing is this? We have to like learn about what stops us from thinking logically. But the first barrier is the fact that we all as humans exaggerate the probability of rare events. So if you're listening, how many of you are afraid of flying in planes? Versus how many of you are afraid of driving in a car? If I had to guess, more people listening are afraid of planes than they are of cars. But guess which one is more dangerous? Cars. Cars are much more dangerous than planes. There are much more, many more car crashes than plane crashes. But our brains have this crazy tendency to be like, oh, I heard about a plane crash on the news once that stuck in my brain that stuck in my brain and stuck in my memory. And I'm always going to think of that when I go on a plane. And so I'm exaggerating this probability of rare events. We do that all the time. Like, why do you think people buy lottery tickets? We know that you can't win the lottery. I mean, you can, but can you? My mom is a um, math teacher and she teaches about statistics and she told me once, and I'm probably going to get this wrong. She'll she'll tell me after she listens to this episode. I believe she told me that it is more likely for you to get struck by lightning 19 times in a row than win the lottery. But guess what? We're still out there buying lottery tickets because we hear stories. We hear stories on the news of people winning the lottery. Maybe we know someone who's won a little bit of money with the lottery. So we kind of make irrational decisions by not flying by not playing or by playing the lottery things like that because we exaggerate the probability of rare events it's just something we do as humans but like that can hurt us right i keep using the example of planes and lotteries because they're easy examples to use because we can all kind of understand and relate to that but what do we do in our personal lives where maybe we're exaggerating the probability of rare events and it's actually hurting us. Maybe a lot. So another barrier, the second barrier to reasoning rationally, the thing that gets in the way, some of our biased notions, is the fact that as humans, we don't like losing things. So we try to avoid losing things. I certainly know that I don't like losing things, not at all, but we try to avoid losing things. So bear with me here. Let's talk about the lottery again. If someone were trying to sell you a lottery ticket and they said, you have a 99% chance of losing, would you buy the lottery ticket? Probably not. But if they say, hey, you have a 1% chance of winning, you're more likely to buy it because we like to gain things. We don't like to lose things. And oftentimes we actually are losing things, but the way it's like framed to us or proposed to us, it makes us think we're gaining things. (laughs) Kind of sneaky how that happens. 
But this prevents us from reasoning rationally, right? It goes into our brain and we think, I have a 1% chance of gaining things. And as a human, I like gaining things. I don't like losing things. So I'm going to do that. But like we can all sit here and say, that's not logical. We know that's not logical, but we do it all the time. Like, hello, I am such a sucker for sales in, in clothing stores. It's terrible. I always talk about how I saved so much money because I got stuff 50% off. Well, in reality, I would have saved money if I just hadn't bought the stuff in the first place. <laughs> it's not really saving money. So it's important to look at these things. And like I said, even though it's silly to look at these examples like the lottery and flying in planes, these things can be applied to our lives in other situations also. And it's important to look at that. Because how often are we actually thinking logically? All right. The third, the third bias that I'm going to talk about, the third barrier, is something called the fairness bias. So as human beings, we are kind of motivated by fairness, by what is just and what is fair. I know I certainly am. I want to believe that, you know, the good guys win. I don't like movies where the good guys lose, right? I don't like it. I want to see that justice will prevail. And so I I look at things that are fair, even if it's not necessarily what's going to happen. So we think about this a lot with jobs, with promotions at jobs. Maybe it's fair, quote unquote, for one person to get the promotion, but they still don't get the promotion, so, like, it kind of, like, fucks with our brains because we try to, like, do things because we want to see, like, the fair thing to be done. But often, life isn't fair. It's just not. And so that ends up happening. So it just, like, messes with our brain of, wait, why is this happening? Because that's not fair. Just because it's fair doesn't mean it will happen. So the fourth bias that I want to talk about today, I hope we're still with me and I hope you're not like, oh my gosh, I never think logically because I promise you do think logically sometimes, but these are things that get in the way and they get in all of our ways. So the fourth one is my favorite to talk about and the fourth one is called the hindsight bias. The hindsight bias drives me absolutely nuts. I fall into the trap sometimes, but it drives me nuts. The hindsight bias is when we see hindsight as 2020 and we have we say that we could have predicted what happened beforehand. So maybe you can relate to to this with yourself or with friends. It often happens with um with love stories, right? Oh, I know he wasn't the right guy for her. Or I knew I knew that she was the one. Oh my gosh. My sister does this. My sister and her husband have been married for I don't know, 13, 14 years. And she says like, oh, well, when you just know, you know, I just knew. Well, guess what? I was there when she was dating her husband. She didn't just know. Like, of course she didn't. Like she dated him and they fell in love and they got married, which is great. That's wonderful. But she always says, oh, well, when you just know, you know. And I'm like, mm -mm, nope, I, I was there. I remember. <laughs> That's not true. That's the hindsight bias. Oh my gosh, the hindsight bias drives me absolutely nuts. 
Absolutely nuts. <laughs> the next one I'm going to talk about, um, the fifth one, is really, really prevalent today in today's society. So I'm going to talk about, with this next uh, bias that I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about some difficult, controversial things. So beware. The fifth bias I'm talking about is the confirmation bias. We can probably assume a little bit what it means, but when it's an issue we feel strongly about, we often pay attention only to the evidence that confirms our beliefs, our already set beliefs. And we find fault with evidence that points us in a different direction. Ever notice that if you are struggling in a conversation with someone or in a disagreement or you have different values and they seem to name evidence that's different than the evidence you know, or they try to pick apart evidence. I teach my students about critical thinking, right? Considering the source, looking at the evidence, right? Not not getting your news off of TikTok, that kind of thing. And one struggle with that is that evidence can be interpreted incorrectly, Right? I'm not a scientist. Sometimes I don't know how to understand, you know, scientific studies and research and numbers and percentages. Like, I don't, I don't know because I'm not a scientist. I don't, I talk about feelings. I don't talk about numbers. And so as much as I try to teach my students about critical thinking and looking at the evidence, evidence can be interpreted in different ways. And we're seeing that a lot right now. We are seeing a lot of people say, no, 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 no. Mm -mm, the vaccine is bad for you. The COVID-19 vaccine is bad for you because I saw this article and this article and this article. Well, guess what? That's the confirmation bias. That person might be looking for articles that support their already existing beliefs. And then to be added to that, we tend to Remember the first one, exaggerate the probability of rare events. So how often have you talked to someone about something that you disagree with them on and they're like, well, I heard a story about one person and this happened once 50 years ago, right? That's exaggerating the probability of something that's rare, that might be an outlier. So the confirmation bias is really, really tricky because It can cause a lot of fights, <laughs> as we have unfortunately seen in our world today. And we can't really point out to someone that they have the confirmation bias. I mean, we can, but it, it probably won't work very well in our favor, right? That probably may, it might entrench them even more in their own beliefs, right? And so it's our responsibility to recognize our own confirmation biases, to recognize these and to learn from them and to not fall into these little biased thought traps that we all have. Because as we can see from our world today, it's caused such a disruption. It has caused such 
a separation between people. I mean, to bring up another controversial topic, to bring up another controversial topic, former President Donald Trump believes that he won the 2020 election and that it was rigged and that's why he is no longer president. That has torn people apart. It has completely torn apart like political parties and people who work together in offices because some people follow that and believe it and some people don't. And what is everyone doing? They're looking at the research that confirms their point of view. They're skewing what they're reading or what they're hearing to have this confirmation bias. We have to challenge ourselves to be open-minded and being part of being open-minded is working on catching ourselves when we have the confirmation bias. It's kind of scary. It's kind of scary that this is just like done in our heads and we have no idea it's going on. It's a little ridiculous. But that brings me to the last bias that I want to talk about, the sixth and final bias that I want to talk about, the thing that prevents us from reasoning in a logical way. And that is the fact that as human beings, we all need cognitive consistency. What that means is we we don't like to think of two opposing views. We don't like two thoughts that disagree with each other. We don't like inconsistent thoughts. So, for example, if I smoke cigarettes, I know that cigarettes are bad for me, but I keep smoking, right? So those are two opposing points of view. One, I want to smoke cigarettes. Two, cigarettes are bad for me. Those are opposing points of view. And guess what we as human beings don't like? We do not like these opposing points of view inside of our heads, So that smoker who knows that it's bad for them, but wants to smoke, what do they do? What do they do to manage the opposing views in their heads? They justify things and they make excuses for things, right? And typically they'll keep smoking. Maybe they'll quit, which is awesome. But typically they'll keep smoking and say, well, I know it's bad for me, but at least I'm not doing crack, right? Things like that. So we often kind of trick ourselves with justifications, with making excuses. And the reason we trick ourselves is not because we're jerks. It's because we don't like this cognitive dissonance, this these opposing points of view, these opposing thoughts. So we try to aim for cognitive consistency because it feels more comfortable. It feels better. How complicated are our brains, by the way? Like, as I'm having this conversation, I'm just thinking about how complicated our brains are and how there's so many things, there's so many things going on in our brains that we do not even realize. We have no idea it's going on and it's just kind of all happening in the background. Kind of creepy, right? So... The fact that all of our brains do this and all of our thinking, all of our thoughts do this is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. It's just important to be aware of 
Because if we're aware of it, then we're going to have more harmony. We're going to get along with people. And it's going to help us to be our most okay-ish self. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.